Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Wednesday, February 15th. U.S. stocks were higher to end the day as investors continued to wrestle with the implications of persisting inflation and a tight labor market on Fed monetary policy actions. The economic calendar came in heavy as retail sales rose much more than anticipated in January, which may be further complicating Fed perception. Homebuilder sentiment improved by the most since the summer of 2013, and business inventories continued to rise. However, industrial production came in below forecasts, mortgage applications dropped, and New York manufacturing remained in contraction territory. Fourth quarter earnings season continued to roll on with Airbnb topping estimates and offering upbeat guidance, and Kraft Heinz also exceeding earnings estimates, while Devon Energy missed profit projections. Treasury yields were mostly higher, and the U.S. dollar rallied, while crude oil and gold prices were lower. Asian stocks finished mostly lower, and markets in Europe traded higher as investors digested further inflation data in the region. The Dow Jones Industrial Average increased 39 points to 34,128. The S&P 500 Index gained 11 points to 4,148, and the Nasdaq Composite advanced 110 points to 12,071. In moderate volume, 4 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 4.9 billion shares changed hands on the Nasdaq. WTI crude oil lost $0.47 to $78.59 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price declined $17.80 to $1,847.60 per ounce, and the dollar index rallied 0.6% to 103.88. In equity news on Wednesday, Airbnb, ticker symbol ABNB, reported fourth quarter earnings per share of $0.48 above the $0.26 faxed estimate, as revenues grew 24% year-over-year to $1.9 billion versus the street's forecast of $1.86 billion. The company said it is excited to see continued strong demand, and it is particularly encouraged by European guests booking their summer travel earlier this year, the market share gains it is seeing in Latin America, as well as the continued recovery within Asia-Pacific. Airbnb issued first quarter revenue guidance that came in above projections. Shares rallied over 10%. Kraft Heinz Company, ticker symbol KHC, reported adjusted fourth quarter earnings of $0.85 per share, above the expected $0.78, as revenues increased 10% year-over-year to $7.38 billion, compared to the forecasted $7.26 billion. The food and beverage company's organic sales, which exclude acquisitions, divestitures, and foreign exchange, grew 10.4% year-over-year. Kraft Heinz's full-year earnings per share guidance came in below expectations, including negative impacts from unfavorable changes in non-cash pension and post-retirement benefits and currency headwinds. The company said it anticipates high single-digit inflation for the year, with pricing and gross efficiencies contributing to adjusted gross profit margin recovery. Shares traded higher. Devon Energy Corporation, ticker symbol DVN, posted adjusted fourth quarter earnings per share of $1.66, below the expected $1.75, 
with revenues ticking 0.6% higher year-over-year to $4.3 billion compared to the estimated $3.84 billion. Devon Energy issued 2023 capital expenditure guidance that came in above expectations, which appears to be unnerving some analysts. The company announced it has approved an 11% increase to its fixed quarterly dividend. Shares dropped over 10%. Fourth quarter earnings season continues to head down the backstretch this week, and of the 370 S&P 500 companies that have reported thus far, about 57% have topped revenue estimates, and approximately 69% have exceeded earnings projections per data compiled by Bloomberg. Results have been mixed, along with guidance, as corporations try to determine the ultimate impact of the aggressive Fed monetary policy tightening on the economy and profit margins. Schwab's chief investment strategist, Lizanne Saunders, notes in her latest article titled, Beat It or Don't, an update to a chilly earnings season, how in the face of persistent macro headwinds, earnings growth continues to deteriorate, putting the fundamental backdrop for the market at risk. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter, at Lizanne Saunders, and you can read all of our market commentary on our insights and education page, and you can follow us on Twitter, at Schwab Research. In economic news on Wednesday, advanced retail sales for January were up 3% month over month, well above the Bloomberg consensus forecast of a 2% increase, and compared to December's unrevised 1.8% drop. Last month's sales ex-autos rose 2.3% month-over-month compared to expectations of a 0.9% rise, and as December's figure was adjusted upward to a 0.9% decline. Sales ex-autos and gas increased 2.6% month-over-month versus estimates of a 0.9% increase and compared to December's favorably adjusted 0.4% decline. The control group, a figure used to calculate GDP, grew 1.7% month-over-month versus projections of a 1% advance and following the prior month's unrevised 0.7% downturn. The Federal Reserve's industrial production came in flat month-over-month in January compared to estimates of a 0.5% gain and versus December's negatively revised 1% drop. Manufacturing and mining output both rose, offset by a drop in utilities production. Capacity utilization unexpectedly dipped to 78.3% versus estimates of an increase to 79.1% from the prior month's downwardly revised 78.4% rate. Capacity utilization is 1.3 percentage points below its long-run average. Elsewhere on the manufacturing front, the Empire Manufacturing Index, a measure of activity in the New York region, showed the index improved more than expected but remained in contraction territory with a reading below zero for February. The index rose to negative 5.8 from the negative 32.9 reading that was posted in January and compared to estimates of a move to a level of negative 18.0. The National Association of Home Builders, or NAHB, Housing Market Index showed home builder sentiment improved more than anticipated in February. The index rose to 42 from January's unrevised 35 level and versus the estimate calling for an improvement to 37. 
Despite the solid gain, this was the seventh straight month that home builder sentiment was below 50, which suggests poor conditions. The depressed sentiment has come amid the backdrop of rising interest rates and elevated home prices, which have caused affordability to plunge, as well as elevated materials and labor costs. However, the NHB noted that with the largest monthly increase for builder sentiment since June of 2013, the report indicates that incremental gains for housing affordability have the ability to price in buyers to the market. The NAHB added that the nation continues to face a sizable housing shortage, but the two monthly gains to start 2023 match recent cautious optimism noted by the large number of builders who have reported a better start to the year than expected last fall. In other housing news, the MBA Mortgage Application Index declined 7.7% last week following the prior week's 7.4% gain. The index decreased as a 12.5% drop in the refinance index was accompanied by a 5.5% fall for the purchase index. The downturn came as the average 30-year mortgage rate rose 21 basis points to 6.39% and is up 234 basis points versus a year ago. And business inventories rose 0.3% month-over-month in December, matching forecasts and November's downwardly revised advance. Treasury rates were mostly higher as the yield on the two-year note was down two basis points to 4.61%, while the yields on the 10-year note and the 30-year bond rose four basis points to 3.80% and 3.84%, respectively. Treasury yields have been volatile as the markets try to determine if the continued tight labor market and still elevated inflation will keep the Fed on a hawkish path of tighter monetary policy. In the latest Washington Wise podcast titled Economy is Thriving but Fed Not Ready to Let Go, Schwab's chief fixed income strategist Kathy Jones and managing director of legislative and regulatory affairs Michael Townsend discuss how the economy is thriving, jobs and wages are growing, but the Fed is promising more rate hikes and what the markets and investors are to make of these mixed messages. You can follow Kathy on Twitter, at Kathy Jones, and Michael, at Mike Townsend CS. Tomorrow's economic calendar will also come in heavy, starting off with the Producer Price Index, or PPI. The headline rate is forecasted to a risen 0.4% month-over-month in January and 5.4% year-over-year, while the core rate, which excludes food and energy, is anticipated to have increased 0.3% month-over-month and 4.9% year-over-year. Additionally, we will get housing starts and building permits for January, predicted to show starts declined to an annual rate of 1,358,000 units, and that permits rose to an annual pace of 1,370,000 units. Initial jobless claims for the week ended February 11th are also on tap, with 200,000 first-time applications expected to have been filed. And the Philly Fed Manufacturing Activity Index will round out the docket, anticipated to improve to a level of negative 7.4 for this month from January's negative 8.9 level, but remain in contraction territory as denoted by a reading below zero. In international news on Wednesday, 
Stocks in Europe were higher as the markets digested a host of mixed data that showed UK consumer price inflation for January declined month over month and was below estimates year over year, which appeared to boost optimism that the Bank of England may be near the end of its aggressive rate hike cycle. The British pound tumbled versus the US dollar and bond rates in the UK also declined. The UK's consumer price inflation decline overshadowed retail and producer price inflation statistics for last month that came in above expectations. The reports followed yesterday's U.S. consumer price inflation figures that showed, although continuing to moderate, pricing pressures remained elevated. Persistent inflation has led to aggressive monetary policies across the world, and earlier this month, a rate increase by the Fed in the U.S. was followed by rate hikes by the European Central Bank and Bank of England. The financial sector was bogged down by a sharp drop in shares of Barclays PLC, ticker symbol BCS, after the bank reported an unexpected earnings decline. In other economic news, Eurozone industrial production fell more than expected for December. The euro traded lower versus the U.S. dollar, while bond yields in the eurozone were mostly higher. European markets have had a strong start for 2023, as stocks have been buoyed by signs that warmer-than-expected winter weather may help the region avoid an energy crisis, as well as China's reopening, and expectations that global central bank aggressive tightening may cool off. These positive developments have appeared to more than offset uncertainty regarding the ultimate implications of aggressive monetary policy tightening around the world on the global economy and financial conditions. Schwab's chief global investment strategist, Jeffrey Kleintop, discusses in his article titled The Everything Everywhere All at Once Rally, how despite market volatility, inflationary pressures, and a potential earnings recession, a rally involving stocks, bonds, and some commodities that started in November still persists. You can follow Jeff on Twitter, at Jeffrey Kleintop. The UK FTSE 100 index was up 0.6%. France's CAC 40 index rallied 1.2%. Germany's DAX index increased 0.8%. Spain's IBEX 35 index gained 0.3%. Italy's FTSE MIB index ticked 0.1% higher, and Switzerland's Swiss market index advanced 0.4%. Stocks in Asia finished mostly lower, relinquishing yesterday's gains as the global markets digest yesterday's U.S. consumer price inflation report for January that showed pricing pressures remain elevated despite continuing to moderate. The data is adding to uncertainty regarding how aggressive world central banks will remain. Earlier this month, the Fed in the U.S., the European Central Bank, and the Bank of England all raised rates, while the Reserve Bank of Australia and the Reserve Bank of India followed suit with their own increases. Geopolitical tensions between the U.S. and China remained heightened in the wake of the U.S. downing more unidentified objects floating over U.S. soil recently after shooting down a balloon over the U.S. territory that some believed originated from China. Meanwhile, state media in China said that the country found an unidentified object over one of its ports and it plans to take it down. Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop discusses the latest rise in tensions in his latest article titled Investor's Guide to Geopolitical Risk. 
noting that while threats flare up from time to time, it is important to keep in mind that geopolitical risks are an ever-present part of investing. Despite the recent news of geopolitical tensions, the risks are not necessarily higher now than on average in the past. But even when geopolitical risk is average, it remains an important consideration. That is one reason why it is important to diversify, which may lessen the volatility that can result. In economic news, South Korea's import and export prices declined for January, while Japan's tertiary industry index unexpectedly fell for December. Japan's Nikkei 225 index declined 0.4%, with the yen softening somewhat, and China's Shanghai Composite Index also moved 0.4% lower. The Hong Kong Hang Seng Index fell 1.4%, Australia's S&P ASX 200 Index decreased 1.1%, and South Korea's Kospi Index dropped 1.5%. India's S&P BSE Sensex 30 Index bucked the trend, trading 0.4% higher. Tomorrow's international economic calendar will introduce trade figures from several countries, including Japan, Italy, and Spain. Additionally, Japan's core machinery orders will be released, along with Australia's employment change and Hong Kong's unemployment rate.